0: Welcome to Face Connecticut, an in-depth look at today's issues. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Face Connecticut on WTIC News Talk, 1080, 96.5 TIC-FM and Light 100.5 WRCH. Aaron Kupek with you this Sunday morning. Race Day in Hartford is coming up this coming Saturday. The 25th running of the... Eversource Hartford Marathon, and we are pleased to be joined by the race founder and president and CEO of the nonprofit Hartford Marathon Foundation, Beth Schluger. Good morning to you.
1: Good morning, and Aaron, it sounds so good that you said it's race day in Hartford because for years uh, we've wanted people to everyone to know it's race day in Hartford, the second Saturday in October every year.
0: You are celebrating a major milestone this year, 25 years of the marathon. Tell us how it all began.
1: Oh, well, uh, yes, 25 years of um, a lot of hard work on, on a lot of people's part to make this uh, day come true. Um, it, it, it really was created uh, in my kitchen, uh, you know, 25 years and four months ago, and The uh, idea um, came to me that I was an avid runner and that our community could support an event such as a marathon and bring economic impact to the city of Hartford. And that was the whole reason for founding it. And that's come true to the tune of $150 million in economic impact today, as well as uh, we wanted to bring attention to a lot of local and, and national charities as well and have people run for something that's greater than themselves. And that also has worked well with that. it's The marathon has raised over $7 million for charity since we began.
0: Bring us back in time to that first running and talk about how the race has evolved over the years.
1: Well... A long time ago, it was a, um, a the work of very few people, um, certainly me and my family, but also some really close friends, who I'm happy to say are still close friends, and uh, some really dedicated volunteers. But it wasn't a lot of people, so most of the work was done by very few of us, and we also didn't really have a clue what we were doing. And so we learned by our mistakes. When we created it, I knew that a 26.2 mile marathon could not be put on alone in the community. The community wouldn't tolerate closing roads for that many hours for that few of people. And I, I assumed maybe a few hundred people would run the marathon. I knew that We needed to make it a really big event that lots and lots of people could get involved in. So we created at the same time of the 26-mile marathon, we created a half marathon at 13.1 miles, a team relay event where you could break the marathon distance into a team event with five people, and a 5K, 3.1 miles. And have them all start at the same time and go in different directions, and that's where I get the "I didn't have a clue what I was doing" uh, uh, comment. And uh, but nevertheless, um, people were patient; um, they tolerated um, our errors and mistakes and and missteps, and um, to the point where now it's a very f- finely tuned Swiss watch and operates so seamlessly uh, by so many people, hundreds and hundreds of people are involved in, in the production of the event.
0: How many runners did you have that first year, and how many are you expecting this Saturday?
1: Well, the first year we had um, 352 marathon runners the very first year, and this year we're expecting somewhere between 10,500 and 12,000 people running.
0: Tell us about your preparations leading up to Saturday. What's happening now? And paint a picture for us of how things unfold on race day.
1: Well, the the work is now done by a very, very strong team of staff people, as well as some very loyal volunteers. We have a team of 18 staff people who are much smarter than I am and um, have the work ethic of my Irish immigrant father and um, have created just a magical event. And so that is the work of the staff. They're supported by a team of 65 to 70 year-round volunteers. We call them the Collar Crew because they their payment is a shirt with a collar instead of a T-shirt. And they also are very dedicated and experienced people who m- most of them have been with us for years and years so they really know what they're doing on race day. So that's how the work is all getting done at this point. Um, it's, it, it, planning begins uh, the day after this year's marathon. We were already planning for next year and we've been completely focused on the marathon for over a month now. HMF, as Hartford Marathon Foundation is known, produces 35 events a year from March to December. So it's not just the marathon, it is many other events that we focus on throughout the year because our mission is to go to be in communities and give people reasons to get healthy and fit or to stay healthy and fit. And we do that work all over Connecticut, Western Massachusetts, and in Rhode Island as well so we're we've been focused on other events but it's all hands on deck and it's all eyes on the marathon from september mid september until now
0: how do um how will things unfold on saturday on race day
1: well it's not just saturday we actually um we will start setting up in bushnell park it becomes a mini city in the park that's our start and finish venue We will start setting that up tomorrow morning, right on Monday morning. It takes five days of setup to to prepare for the marathon, and that'll go on all week. We also go into the Excel Center starting on Thursday with our two-day Total Fitness Expo, and that setup begins at 4 a.m. on Thursday morning. On Saturday, the the day ends Friday at about midnight for the, the operations crew and it starts again at 2:30 in the morning on Saturday morning. And we will be working by we, that to me is the Royal we now. and uh, many of the staff and dedicated volunteers will be at work in the middle of the night getting ready and will stay working until about eight o'clock that night on Saturday
0: it's not just all the races that are occurring on Saturday. There are so many other events associated around the race that you don't have to be a runner to come down and enjoy all the festivities.
1: Oh, heavens, heavens, absolutely. Yes. So you can run in any of those distances. And if you want to walk in our charity 5K, we encourage you to do that. Uh, So we encourage walkers, runners. The uh, walkers are allowed in all the races except the marathon we just have a course limit on the marathon that won't won't allow it's uh, 6 hours walkers. right it's 6 hours for the marathon it's 3 hours for the half marathon and so we encourage walkers and runners we even have a new event a bicycle event called pedal to the metal that begins at 3:30 in the morning it is sold out so we can't accommodate any more people but it uh, you if you're a bike rider uh, check it out for next year and and get in early on that But we also have Charity Village so that we have our 22 official charities all have a showcase uh, at the race on Saturday. We feed all the athletes and volunteers, so that's feeding about 15,000 people. So we have a big food operation that goes on. We have lots of exhibitors. We have a new nutrition and wellness village on Saturday in the park. So there's lots and lots of things to do and see. And of course, the most basic is just come out, clap, cheer, ring the cowbells, and support all those people who are crossing the finish line.
0: For the people who are participating in the marathon, 26.2 miles, that's not something you wake up and say, I'm going to run a marathon today. Talk about the training that goes into that.
1: The... To train for a marathon takes about six months, and it is not even at six months to be um, approached lightly. You should have a good base of running, a year or two years of of running on a regular basis uh, before you attempt to start training for a marathon. It takes six months because you have to gradually add mileage to your long weekly run, And when you get further down the road, let's say you're running 15 or 16 miles on a long run, you need to let your body recover from that for a week or two before you go into the next long run. So it's a very long process. It requires a great deal of focus and dedication. You have to eat properly. You have to drink, hydrate constantly. And so for six months, you're really focused on this goal. And that's why when you see the finish line of, of the marathon, you are so inspired because you know that every one of those people is accomplishing a dream that they had and that they've had in their mind for six months to do this. It takes almost as much to run the half marathon, and the half marathon our largest event. We'll have over 5,000 people in the half marathon, 13.1 miles But it doesn't take quite as long to train, and it's a more doable distance. And then, of course, in the the 5K, people are also brand new at running or walking. They're just starting on the fitness adventure, and crossing the finish line is also inspiring for them. Many people are raising money for charity during this process, so their happiness that shows on their face at the finish line is for reasons even much greater than their own fitness.
0: Talk about the distance from which some people come to participate in the marathon. It's a qualifying event for some folks, isn't it?
1: Yes, it's um, it's one of the top qualifiers for the Boston Marathon of which you have to be qualified to, to run in the Boston Marathon. And people come from all over the country uh, to to run in Hartford. It has a great reputation and as I said before, because it takes so long to train, it's a celebration for people that they have decided for six months that they are going to run this race. So they will travel to, to a destination in order to do that. And then they'll spend time in the community before and after To celebrate, they shop, they eat in restaurants, they stay in hotels, and that's why the economic impact is so great for Hartford. Last year's marathon weekend resulted in $14.5 million in economic impact for the city of Hartford and the surrounding towns.
0: You're listening to Face Connecticut. We are talking to Beth Schluger. She is the race founder and president and CEO of the nonprofit Hartford Marathon Foundation. Marathon Day in Hartford coming up this coming Saturday, October 13th. The really central point where everything is happening is downtown Hartford. Bushnell Park is the the starting point for the marathon and the half marathon. Talk about the, the route, and it, it brings runners through surrounding communities.
1: It does, and we we're so thankful for the support and the patience that we get from East Hartford, South Windsor, and West Hartford, as, long, as well as Hartford, too, uh, to close down their roads so that people can run on them on this one day a year. The marathon route starts in front of the beautiful state capitol on Capitol Avenue, runs over into East Hartford through East Hartford onto the old Main Street in South Windsor, full of beautiful autumn foliage and pumpkin farms and with views of the Connecticut River before turning back and coming back, retracing its steps back to downtown Hartford under the magnificent Solar, Soldier and Sailor's Arch to finish under the arch, as we say, in back near Bushnell Park. The half marathon starts with the marathon, stays with it for about a mile, and then it veers off to the west. It goes through uh, the Park Street in Hartford and onto uh, the... Uh, real residential and cheering crowds of West Hartford through West Hartford and beautiful Elizabeth Park. And then it heads back down the hill, which is nice on Asylum Hill, back into and under the arch. The 5K stays right in Hartford and goes through the vibrant community on Park Street and then back to to the park.
0: If you're a runner, what sort of weather are you hoping for on race day?
1: If you're a runner, you're hoping for cool weather with some clouds and sun, not as much sun, a little more clouds. Uh, You want to be comfortable. You don't want to be too hot. You don't want to be too cold. If, uh, If I was organizing the marathon, what I would wish for would be similar weather to what the runners would like, and that is because my volunteers will be happy, and we have 2,500 volunteers at this event. We want them to be happy. We also want our medical group led by Hartford Hospital to be very bored on that day. So the more chilly the weather is, the more clouds we have, the less chance we have of dehydration, but not so chilly that we get hypothermia. So we Want some clouds, a little bit of sun, and temperatures in the high 50s, low 60s.
0: And you recently received some good news from Eversource, your title sponsor.
1: We did. We did. Eversource has been our partner for five years now. We're going into our sixth year uh, next year, and they have just committed to staying with us for another three years on top of that, bringing us to 2022, proudly known as the Eversource Hartford Marathon. I can't tell you what that means to us. It it gives us such freedom to plan ahead and know that we're going to be able to support the community with this magnificent event for many years to come. And... I can't ask for a better partner than the people and the employees of Eversource.
0: As you noted, running a marathon is really a milestone in a person's life. Are there one or two stories that stick out to you over the years, stories of inspiration, of, of runners who've, who've worked so hard to get to that point?
1: Well, uh, there's so many of them. You, you remember that every single person that crosses that finish line has a story a couple of them. Uh, one, and this was quite a few years ago, it might have been 20 years ago, and there was a, a young gentleman who had a child with cerebral palsy, and he decided he was going to run the marathon, had never run a marathon before, but he was going to train and run the marathon and try to raise money through it so he could buy a van to, to transport his son with cerebral palsy around. And on marathon day, as I watched him come under the arch to the finish his son was sitting on the sidelines and he scooped up his son, and with tears in his eyes, he crossed the finish line. He had accomplished his dream of the marathon, but more importantly, he had accomplished his goal of raising funds so he could transport his son in a new van. And that strikes me still to this day as this is the reason that this, why we do things like this. And this is what has made it possible for people to have dreams bigger than themselves and accomplish them. Um, I, in, as I said, fitness is our mission to, to have people wanna be fit and healthy. And I, we do training programs for, for new, new runners. And I had a woman, young woman, who we, was going to train to walk a 5K. And she was a very large young woman that I was training her, and the first night of our training program, she couldn't walk a quarter of a mile without stopping. She was so out of breath and just so unfit. And we worked together for six weeks, and at the end of the six weeks, she was able to walk 3.1 miles, and to this day she has continued. She's lost over 100 pounds, and she's fit and healthy and looking forward to a much longer life.
0: You talked about the economic impact of the marathon. Talk about some of the charities that have benefited over the years.
1: Well, we support, this year we have 22 official charities and we we try to involve as many charities as we can and that that we can reasonably uh, do a good job for. Um, Yet, remember that we don't actually give the money that they raise to the charities they work hard themselves it's our runners our runners are a very generous bunch and they are the ones who raise money for the charities connecticut children's hospital is one that's really worked hard they have over 200 people that run on their team to to raise money for the children's hospital i know that they've raised almost a half a million dollars through, through their efforts over the years, to through the, through the marathon. Um, we have small charities. The Ron Foley Foundation is a small charity locally that, that works really hard and does a great job. Uh, we have Fidelco, so we have some national charities as well. We're just so pleased that they, one of the byproducts of this event is that charities get to... Be supported through through the efforts of of all the runners.
0: The marathon is just one of many events you have throughout the year. Thirty five, you said. What are some of the other events that are your your favorites throughout the year?
1: We um, well, we have an event coming up in less than a month after this. Um, we're working in. Amherst, Massachusetts, uh, with a half marathon and 5K. And we started that last year, so it's our first venture up into western Massachusetts. Beautiful community, great college town, and uh, we're really looking forward to that. We put on a couple races a year that are only open to women. We do that because women tend to, um, if they're not athletic – they tend to. They might be intimidated by uh, co-ed events, so we put on a 5K called Red Dress Run for women, just for women, obviously, and then the women's triathlon, just for women, and those are very inspiring events. It brings women together generationally. We have grandmothers and mothers running with the, with their daughters, and we have brand new uh, runners or brand new triathletes in in those events. I guess one of the other favorite events that we put on is actually uh, one we do in the spring and again in the fall called the HMF Fit Kids in School program. And that is trying to get kids healthy and fit and to teach kids that running could be part of your daily life, just like brushing your teeth is, and that it's not punishment. It's actually fun exercise. So we have a big program we do with schools around Connecticut, and then we bring all the kids together to run their final mile. They've been training for a marathon. They run their final mile all together the end of October this year at Rensselaer Field, and we'll have over 2,000 kids running together.
0: If someone is interested in getting into running, what would you suggest they do first?
1: I would suggest that they go see our friends at Fleet Feet or Sound Runner to get fitted for good shoes. That's number one. That's the only thing you really need are good shoes that fit your feet. And then I would look into our training programs or look into any of the uh, training programs that are offered around our community and get yourself in with a group of runners the Glastonbury River Runners, the Silk City Striders, there's all sorts of running clubs around. And it you will find best friends out of the process. You'll have camaraderie and you'll be able to really start a lifelong passion for being a runner.
0: And if people want to learn more about the Eversource Hartford Marathon and Half Marathon and all of the events the Hartford Marathon Foundation puts on, where can they go?
1: HartfordMarathon.com.
0: She is Beth Schluger, the race founder and president and CEO of the nonprofit Hartford Marathon Foundation. Thanks so much for joining us this morning.
1: It was my pleasure. Thank you, Aaron.
0: Thanks for listening to Face Connecticut. I'm Aaron Kupek. Enjoy the balance of your weekend. Face Connecticut is a production of the News and Public Affairs Department of WTIC Radio.